Hello everyone, and uh, welcome to the Christian Bible Study Ministry Podcast, and uh, may you be blessed through this program. Um, It's always great to be able to to do this program, and uh, I thank you all, I thank you as always for joining. Um, Seems like I always am reminded of something, or learn something good or new uh whenever this podcast is being uh produced you know because uh you can read the bible many times or passages in the bible many times and uh you can still get a new uh application or understanding of what you're reading because you know the Bible is just so complex and what you know it's so complex uh, you know uh, to the applications that it has for us God's Word is simple but it's so powerful that it's also deeply complex and because we can't truly fathom the applications that uh, the word has for us and uh, today we will look at uh, you know uh, something that we all deal with on just about a daily basis I believe Uh, you know uh, we spend a lot of time in our lives worrying you know, you know, we worry about all kinds of things in our lives, you know, and uh, so we're going to first look at Luke 12, uh, verses 6 through 7, uh, you know, so just read with me if you can. Uh, verse 6, are not five sparrows sold for two farthings, and yet none of them is forgotten before God? But even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. You know, fear not, therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. Um, you know, sparrows and two far, five sparrows and two farthings are not much. Um, I went and looked this up. You know, two farthings is a half a cent. So we are told here that we are worth a lot more than that to God. You know, God doesn't forget even these little things. He knows the sparrows and the two farthings. He knows those things. So how much more is he going to know us? You know, he knows how many hairs are on our head. That's a lot. Even for somebody who is bald, you know, bald, I guess. You know, well, well, God knows all the rest of their hairs, too, you know. So Um, he knows us he knows us you know we can worry about anything but worrying does not add anything good you know the day is still the same length and your problem is still there uh god knows that we will worry that is why he tells us here that he knows even these small things it doesn't really matter how big it is 
God knows that need. He knows what you need in order to function. He knows the things that are important. And uh, now uh, we will turn to 1 Kings 17 where we will read about Elijah the prophet. Uh, Elijah, you know, uh, uh, Elijah had told Ahab that there would be no rain or dew in the land until the word was given by Elijah. It was a divine drought. You know, King, King Ahab was not exactly the best, you know, the most uh, godly-minded king that Israel had. You know, so the nation was, excuse me, in a great period of moral uh, decay. And uh, so the punishment that was sent was a drought. And so all of this had happened. And uh, the Lord told Elijah to go hide by the brook Cherith east of the Jordan, where he would be fed by the ravens and drink from the brook. You know, the ravens would bring him food, meat, or whatever else. And uh, he had water to drink, so that you know, so he was taken care of. Um, and here is the text of that. Uh, now Elijah, verse one, chapter seventeen. Now Elijah the Tishbite, who was among the settlers of Gilead, said to Ahab, "As surely as the Lord, the God of Israel, lives, I stand before him." And in these years, there will be neither dew nor rain except at my word. Excuse me. Uh, verse 2. Then a revelation from the Lord came to Elijah. Leave here, turn eastward, and hide yourself by the brook Cherith east of the Jordan. And you are to drink from the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. Uh, Elijah did what the Lord had told him, and he went and lived by the brook Cherith, east of the Jordan. Verse 6, the ravens would bring him bread and meat in the morning and evening, and he would drink from the brook. Sometime later, however, the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. And we shall see here now that uh, sometimes God does not want us to stay in the same place. He has somewhere else for us to go, and we will also be cared for there. Um, verse 8. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah. Get up and go to Zarephath of Sidon and stay there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So Elijah got up and went to Zarephath. When he arrived at the city gate, there was a widow gathering sticks. Elijah called to her and said, Please bring me a little water in a cup so that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, Please bring me a piece of bread. Verse 12. But she replied, As surely as the Lord your God lives, I have no bread, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little oil in a jug. 
Look, I'm gathering a couple of sticks to take home and prepare a meal for myself and my son so that we may eat it and die. The drought had gotten that bad. You know, there was no water. People couldn't grow crops. And so uh, people were, were having, all, you know, very little to cook with. Uh, verse 13. Do not be afraid, Elijah said to her. Go and do as you have said, but first make me a small cake of bread from what you have and bring it out to me. Afterward, make some for yourself and your son, for this is what the Lord God of Israel says. The jar of flour will not be exhausted and the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the face of the earth. Verse 15. So she went and did according to the word of Elijah. And the woman, Elijah, and her household had food to eat every day. The jar of flour was not exhausted, and the jug of oil did not run dry. Excuse me. According to the word of the Lord, that according to the word that the Lord had spoken through Elijah. And so because this lady took care of Elijah and had just a little bit of faith, you know, and showed kindness to uh, Elijah, she didn't run out of food. You know, she was taken care of. And um, like I said, you know, she might, uh, you know, we go through these things in life our needs are taken care of you know we not might not live in luxury sometimes but that's the way god wants us to be at times he wants us to lean on him more and appreciate him more so it's easier to do that when you don't have these a lot of little things that you want because you're focused on him and his providing for you And uh, this lady was taken care of, and uh, she had gone through this divine drought like uh, so many people there had, but yet, because of her faithfulness to God, he took care of her. And uh, so we can see that if you follow the Lord, you know, try or try to follow him, he has your back, you know, and no matter how bad things may, and that's no matter how bad things may seem, uh, you know, we might not like the circumstances we are in, but he is there along with us and he knows what we need. I'm guilty of this so much and worrying about stuff. I worry about stuff that's already happened. I can't, you know, even though I can't change it, I still worry about it. I worry about things that uh, have not even happened yet. You know, I worry about how things might turn out with some things in my life. But, oh, excuse me. It's morning here, so. Uh, the morning, the morning, um, sometimes, you know, you want to start your morning off without worrying about stuff. You know, but we do it anyway. God doesn't want you to waste your morning worrying or any other part of the day for that matter. You know, 
he wants us to know that we are taken care of. He wants us to know that. And um, worry, like I said, does not add anything to your life except misery. It adds only misery. And uh, remember, you are worth more than the sparrows. And uh, I want to close the, or we'll close this program now. And uh, I want to say that the only reason, the the only reason that somebody has a legitimate, I mean, the only legitimate reason somebody has to to really worry really worry I, I believe is the person who is not saved you know because they're lost if, if you're not saved you're lost and you're you know when you die you're not going to heaven you're going to hell that is something to worry about but even then you know, I, I will say this. God has provided a way for you to be saved. That's through Jesus Christ, his son. He lived, you know, lived and died to save us from our sins. If you have him, you don't have any real true reason to, to fear. You give up to God. And, uh... I hope that if anybody is listening to this and they have not accepted Christ, then uh, I hope that um, at this moment now that uh, this, you know, hopefully God's Spirit is speaking to them right now, and uh, they will uh, they will know that uh, all they have to do is just yield to Jesus Christ, let Him into your life. He will save you from your sins, all of your sins. When you get saved and baptized in the Holy Spirit, when your soul is cleansed by the water of the Holy Spirit, you know that you have forgiveness for your sins and that you do not have to worry about where you go when you die. You are born again, genuinely, genuinely born again. You have the Holy Spirit. God owns you at that point. You go to heaven when you die. And that's an awesome thing, isn't it? And uh, I just want to say thank you all for listening to this program. And uh, I hope to join y'all again soon. God bless y'all.